All right, another day, another podcast, folks. And this one does not really involve sports at all. And you know what? I knew we were going to reach a point with this happening. With everything that's going on with the coronavirus and everything that we've seen in America, across the world, without having sports for nearly a month now. I think uh, March 12th was the day that we saw the... Um, the NBA suspend their season. That was that night when they did that. Um, and then you saw the NHL would play the rest of their games that night. They would suspend the next day. We saw Madison Square Garden, St. John's, and Creighton in the uh, quarterfinal of the Big East tournament. They played the first half and then canceled the rest of that. So March 13th was really the last time that we saw live sports. And next Monday will be April 13th. It's been a dark time. And I know there's more important things going on in the world I know that um, this situation is bad for all of us, but it could be worse. It could be worse for someone like myself, and it's not, and I'm happy about that, but it could be worse. A lot of people are dealing with this a lot harder than where I am. You look at New York, you look at California, you look at Louisiana, all of it, but uh, the show goes on here. I got to try to produce content, give people something to listen to. A lot of people at home right now, um, I would thank personally the healthcare workers on the front lines of this doing an incredible job and uh, yeah we'll leave it at that uh, tremendous job all around but let's do this I'm not here to get political I don't do that on this on this uh, network but Ethan Carter Sports World is taking a turn here we're not going all sports here we are talking about my favorite TV shows of all time. A lot of the stuff that I watch is more sitcom, comedy-based. There's two shows on here that are drama that I've gone all the way through and I absolutely love. But we're going to do this here and now with my favorite TV shows of all time. I have seven sitcom-slash-comedy-style television shows that I ranked here. We'll start at number seven, and that is Full House, a family sitcom. It was a, a great show. Um... Overall, you know, a good dynamic there. Uh, I don't really have that much to say about it right now because we'll get into my favorite episode of the show later on. But yeah, Full House, great show. Danny Tanner, one of the all-time great TV dads um, ever. And uh, yeah, great show, good cast overall. And uh, yeah, I mean, Fuller House is good too. I have seen that. I'm not all the way caught up on that. I know that it's pretty much over uh, now. Um, But I will catch up on that soon and we'll see how much more I like it. I mean, I like it. I don't think it's nearly as good as the original Full House, which is hard to do uh, generally when you're talking about something, um, you know, being the second version of something, a spinoff, if you will. A lot of times it's not going to be better. That's like the second movie. Dumb and Dumber, great movie. Dumb and Dumber 2, not great. Anchorman, great movie. Anchorman 2, eh, not great. Daddy's Home, new movie, 2015 with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Pretty good movie. Second one, also pretty good. So it can be different. It's all about opinion. That's all it comes down to. Number six, Family Matters. And this is one of my the great shows that I've seen. I mean, it's great. It's on Hulu. Uh, Full House is also on Hulu, by the way, if you were wondering about that. Um, Family Matters is great. Carl Winslow's a great TV dad there. I, I'd say he's in my top five for all-time TV dads. There's a lot of great ones, uh, but I think that Carl Winslow's one of the greats, a uh, Chicago cop. Um, and we all know that Steve Urkel owned the 90s. I mean, I've been saying that forever, and that is a fact. Steve Urkel in the 90s. He was in an episode of Step by Step. Uh, I think he was in an ep- what was he was in an episode of Full House. He was also um, doing a lot of things. And Steve Urkel owned the 90s. That character revolutionized the uh, nerd television character. Tremendous character. Steve Urkel, great. Jaleel White, tremendous job overall. I, I mean, the early seasons of Urkel are the prime seasons with Urkel. 
but down the stretch, it's still pretty good, I think, and uh, the way it ends. But uh, number five, an underrated one here, King of Queens, the King of Queens, uh, Kevin James, Leah Rimini, um, Jerry Stiller, tremendous show, great show, great cast overall based in Queens, New York, obviously, Doug being the IPS driver, uh, Doug Heffernan, of course, one of my all-time favorite uh, TV show characters there, and um, I mean, look, the show's great. I like how they involve the sports aspects, sports bars, all that stuff. I like that kind of stuff. Jets, Mets, uh, Doug's teams. The, you got an episode of Chase Stadium. And then the humor. I mean, Jerry Stiller is so good. Really is. In Seinfeld, he's great. In this show, he's great. You see a lot more of him in this show as Carrie Efferman's dad. Uh, Carrie, of course, played by Leah Remini. Uh, just great, great. Another great TV dad. He's a little bit different, though. He's a little bit more. Uh, he's not tired, but he's wired. We'll say that about uh, Arthur Spooner, the character, of course. Um, number four is Friends. And Friends is a show I first watched it four or five years ago. I mean, I'm only 20 years old. I could have watched it 10 years ago, I suppose. The show ended in 2004. Um, I really loved Friends at first. I, it, it's definitely, it would have been top two on this list if not for me exploring a little more and kind of rewatching Friends a couple more times. I know it's not on anything major right now. I recorded all the episodes on YouTube TV, of course, and we'll watch those at some point. Um, but it will be on HBO Max this summer. I know they're going to do some sort of reunion special interview video thing. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's coming soon. And uh, look, I mean, the show's good. I think uh, the entire cast, one of the most famous casts in sitcom history, I'd say. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matthew Perry. Um, David Schwimmer, and of course, the great, uh, I'm, why am I forgetting his name? I should have been more prepared for this, um, did I seriously, wow, that's embarrassing, folks, you're gonna have to, I'm an amateur at this point, it's embarrassing, uh, okay, sorry, Matthew, Matt LeBlanc, what am I doing, how do I not, how did I forget his name, he's one of the, I think he's my favorite actor out of those six, and I forget his name, so I'm sorry for that, that was embarrassing, I uh, don't want to do that again, whoopsie, alright, but friends, yeah, great show, I mean, overall, you know, New York apartment, 90s, early 2000s, one of the more trendy shows, one of the more famous uh, shows of all time, and uh, I think deservedly so, and I, I can't stand the people that say, oh, take the laugh track off of Friends, you'll see how unfunny it is, that's wrong, I mean, come on, let's be honest, Friends is a funny show, it would be less funny without the last track, laugh track, I do agree, but I still think it'd be funny. I don't get that argument there. Uh, number three, Cheers, not another underrated one, one on Netflix. Um, it'll be moving over to Peacock, the NBC streaming service at the end of the year, as are uh, multiple great shows moving uh, eventually. But Cheers is great. Boston Bar started in 83 or 82, I want to say, ended in 93, 11 seasons, great longevity. It produced some great characters as well. You look at the likes of Cliff Clavin, Norm Peterson, Woody Boyd, Sam Malone. A lot of great characters in that show. Fraser Crane, they turned that whole thing into something bigger. Um, I just think it's a great show. One of the all-time classics, the humor, the bar humor, all that stuff. I love the dynamic The, the dynamic between um, Norm and Cliff. Just great bar humor. That's all it comes down to. Great show. Boston-based show. Love the show. One of the great theme songs of all time as well. If you haven't heard that, look up Cheers theme song by the great Gary Portnoy. But, um, I mean, look. Sam Malone, former Boston Red Sox pitcher. You got the sports in it. You got the bar part in it. You got the jokes, the laughs, the 
postal service, great postal service worker known as Cliff Clavin. A lot of shows have good postal service workers. You look at Seinfeld, which is next. Seinfeld, one of my all-time favorites. I've watched this show more than any show I've ever watched other than the one that's going to be number one. But Seinfeld is just so good. I mean, it really is. Uh, the characters in this show. George Costanza is one of the most interesting characters of all time. So many great lines and moments with George Costanza. I mean, it's just tremendous. Kramer, wacky, weird, great character. Newman, another tremendous Postal Service worker. You look at the way that they put the Yankees into it with Stein, fake Steinbrenner and George working for the Yankees, that dynamic. Um, Jerry and Elaine both get better over the show. I think Jerry really takes a step forward, uh, you know, towards the end of the show a little bit, I would say. Um, and yeah, it's just a great show overall. The great Jerry Stiller in the show as well. Frank Costanza, flamboyant, wild. Great, another great uh, TV dad there. Frank Costanza, tremendous. And the mom. The mom is great too. Estelle Harris, I believe, is the actress's name. Um, but great show overall. Just every, It has everything. It really does. It's a different, it's, it's genius. I mean, it really is. But number one, my all-time favorite. One of the best shows I've ever seen ever. I mean, it's just ridiculous how good this show is. And that is, of course, the U.S. version of The Office. This show is really everything. I mean, it really is. I will do a ranking of the nine seasons there momentarily, and we'll go over that. Uh, But Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute, Jim Halpert, Pam Beasley Halpert, Daryl Philbin, Creed Bratton, Andrew Baines Bernard, Stanley Hudson, Ryan Howard, Kelly Kapoor, Angela Martin, um... Kevin Malone, Oscar Martinez, Meredith Palmer, everybody, Phyllis Lappin, Vance, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. The show is great. I mean, there's not a better cast overall for my money in terms of a comedy show. I mean, Seinfeld would come close to it there in that regard, but it's so notable. You know, like I remember so I remember more episodes of The Office than any other show I've ever seen ever. Like I remember so many things from The Office. I granted I've rewatched it on many occasions. But I remember everything from The Office. I really do. Uh, it's, it, it, that's the beauty of rewatching it multiple times. You'll pick up on things you never saw before. You didn't notice. So I go from there. Uh, but my ranking of seasons of The Office, and if you haven't seen The Office, I'm you're insane at this point. I'm not trying to be mean, but if you haven't seen The Office, I mean, come on. You got to do it. It's on Netflix till the end of this year, and then it'll be on the NBC service uh, starting in 2021. But my rankings of the nine seasons of The Office... Number nine is season eight. And season eight was the first full season without Michael Scott, and it was tough. I mean, you look at Andy being the, the regional manager. Robert California is not a character that I really like very much, um, but he was there. And then you have season nine is number eight for me. Uh, pretty good season overall. I think they ended the show pretty well. None of these seasons are really bad. Eight and nine are pretty sketchy, but I wouldn't call any of the seasons really bad down the stretch. I still think that there was a tremendous show. It was really good. It, it definitely took a step back, and a lot of shows tend to do that uh, towards the end, and that's just the way that it goes sometimes. But if my mic's getting quieter, by the way, it kept hitting the red, so I had to turn the gain down a little bit. But anyway, uh, season seven is number seven for me, and this is the last season with Michael Scott. It sucks. It sucks that Steve Carell left the show, but it changed the show forever, and Michael Scott's one of the best TV characters I've ever seen by a mile. Tremendous character. My number one character on the show. Dwight's a very close second because of how insane and interesting he is. But Michael Scott's one of the greats. The comedy. Shout out to David Brent, Ricky Gervais of the British office. The British office is not as good as the American office. I don't even think it's close. 
but that shows the original. You gotta give, you gotta tip the cap. Uh, season one is number six. And my problem, I think season one produces some good episodes. I think the basketball episode is good. Diversity Day is one of the best episodes on the show. I'd say Diversity Day is a top five show, or top five episode on the entire show. So that was great. But season one's only six episodes, so it's tough for me to put in the top five. Uh, five and four is where I saw some criticism. I put season five below season six. I thought season six was better. It's very close, though. Season 5 is number 5 for me. Uh, this is a long season. I think one of the best episodes of the show, as well as Stress Relief, whenever Stanley has the heart attack, and the roast of Michael Scott, one of the great moments of the show right there. Um, season 5 is good, though. I like it a lot. You see a lot of different things. Toby leaves and then comes back, and it's a whole big thing. You have the Michael Scott Paper Company episodes were some of the greats, in my opinion. The Charles Minor dynamic, Michael coming back. Really, you see the fall of Dunder Mifflin under the current regime, and then eventually it's sold in Season 6 is where we go. The beginning of Season 6 was great. The gossip episode with uh, Michael telling everyone that Stanley's having an affair and then telling everyone other lies, like Andy is gay or um, or that Pam is pregnant, all this stuff. Just a great episode. One of my favorite lines on the show is, you stupid son of a bee, you set me up, saying that to one of the interns Michael Scott did. Great episode there. You have the uh, Italian um, insurance salesman, Gabagool, you know. Um, Angelo Grotti, that's a great episode right there. Tremendous episode uh, is that one. And then Pam and Jim's Wedding is one of my all-time favorites, the Niagara episode. Uh, I love that one. And... Um, I mean, it's just a great overall season. Season 6, very good. Um, and by the way, Season 7, shout out D'Angelo Vickers. A lot of people didn't like D'Angelo. I like D'Angelo. I think Will Ferrell is great in everything, so maybe I'm biased. All right, top three. Season 2 is number three, and that Season 2 is tremendous. It really is. That is when the show takes off, right there. Season 2 and Season 3, boom, they're flying. Uh, the Injury is a great episode. Season 2, Episode 12, uh, Casino Night. Um, Just all of it. I mean, I love... Everything about that season, the Valentine's episode where Phyllis is getting all the gifts and then the presentation at corporate, David Wallace, new CFO, I love that. Uh, season 3 is another great one. Season 3 produces a lot. The Benihana Christmas is a great episode. The Traveling Salesman is a great episode. When everyone goes out on the road, Jim and Dwight together, Ryan and Stanley, Phyllis and Karen. You start to see the dynamic of Jim and Pam start to come together as Jim and Karen fall apart towards the end. The product recall episode in Season 3 with the watermark is tremendous. Um, another great line from Michael Scott. I'm calling the, the uh, lady says that she's calling the better business bureau. Michael Scott says, well, I'm calling the ungrateful biatch hotline. Great, great line there from Michael Scott. Uh, just the, it's a good season, long season. And at the end, we see Jim and Pam come together, which brings me to the best season, in my opinion, of the office season four. This is a 13 or 14 episode season. It's a very short season, but all the episodes are 45 minutes so many I mean every single episode of season 4 is great you look at season 4 oh my goodness what a season one of the best television show seasons I've ever seen in my lifetime It, re- I mean season 4 every single episode it brings the heat episode 1 fun run Michael's stupid rabies thing where he runs over Meredith with his car and he says the doctor has tried to save her life and she's going to be okay come on that's a great episode the second episode, it gets even better because Ryan's at corporate now, so you have the dynamic of that, Ryan being in New York. That's another big thing you got to look at. The second episode, you have uh, Dunder Mifflin Infinity, Ryan's stupid computer thing where he starts to uh, do a little bit of uh, 
scamming the system, as we say. The third one, Launch Party. Dwight defeats the computer. I love that episode there. Uh, the fourth one, Money. When Dwight or when Jim and Pam go to stay at True Farms, that's a great episode there. Um, and the money problems for Michael was tremendous. Episode five, local ad. Michael is makes his own ad. It's a better ad than they could ever think of, and uh, that's good. Six branch wars. You see Jim, Dwight, Michael go to uh, Utica and mess with Karen's branch, and uh, it's great. Seven survivor man. Michael goes out into the wilderness. Um, some of these episodes are twenty one minutes here, but it gets it gets longer, you know. So. The first four episodes are a lot longer than the others. Um, the deposition's an all-time great. Michael Scott with so many great lines at the deposition. I love that one. The dinner party, the most legendary episode in the show, probably, that had everything. And then just all the way from there, Did I Stutter's great. Goodbye, Toby, the job fair. Just every episode of season four, it brings the heat. It really does. And uh, look, I mean, that's the best season there is, in my opinion, of The Office. And you really, you can't tell me otherwise. All right. We spent 17 minutes on that topic. Now let's go to my two favorite drama shows of all time. Really, some of the only ones I've ever watched. I started watching Hawaii Five O. I love that show. I couldn't finish it. Eventually, I'll get around to finishing Hawaii Five O. So eventually, that will happen. But number one is Breaking Bad, and number two, and one that's closing in. Better Call Saul is a show on right now. I mean, it's a great show. I'd recommend it in a heartbeat at AMC on Mondays, and then the season will eventually be on Netflix. But Breaking Bad, you can binge on Netflix, five scenes. You could also watch El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Uh, but obviously, Break- a Better Call Saul being a spinoff of Breaking Bad. But Breaking Bad is just tremendous TV. It's a slow starter. I get that people have that, you know, I can't get into it because it starts slow. I get that. That's a fair criticism. It really is. But it gets so good. Season 5 is single-handedly the best overall non-comedy season of a tv show of all time in my opinion and you could take that to the bank folks let me tell you um yeah breaking bad and better call saw my two favorite um drama television shows i have an, a university of american Samoa sweater i have a heisenberg sticker on the on my car i have a call mcgill um phone case i have a lawyer up phone case i have a breaking bad uh, TV, or I have a Breaking Bad uh, shirt, I have a Los Boyos Hermanos shirt, I'm a big fan, I really am, uh, but let's do a little bit of a unique idea here, my 11 favorite characters, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, allow me to explain, it's free, and we all love free stuff, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And I put together an all-time team of characters from the shows that I listed. 11 characters making up a team. Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute lead that off. Just great characters. The third one, George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. George Costanza had so many good lines. I mean, it's it's insane how good George Costanza was. Number four, Cliff Clavin. I mean, you talk about rambling on, secret genius Cliff Clavin, great mail carrier of all time. You got to see Cheers if you haven't, I'm telling you. Uh, Chandler Bing, the king of the one-liners, as they say, from Friends. That would be the fifth guy. Number six, a destroyer of all, Walter White. An incredible character, a high school chemistry teacher turned meth kingpin, really. Heisenberg. Incredible. Number seven, the guy who owned the kid who owned the 90s, you could say, Steve Urkel. One of the all time great characters in the TV show. 
I don't care what you say. He's great. Uh, Saul Goodman, number eight. Um, I mean, Saul Goodman, a.k.a. Jimmy McGill, in Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, he brings kind of a comedy de- aspect. He says jokes, but things can get serious. And Saul doesn't realize the mess that he got himself into. And that is a very interesting thing to look at. Number nine, a duel of Frank Costanza and Arthur Spooner. They're both similar characters. I think Frank's a little bit more out there in terms of the yelling. He yells a lot more. But Arthur's a great character, too. Both characters played, of course, by the great Jerry Stiller. And I love both of those characters, two of my favorite characters in any television show that I've watched. Number ten, how could you not include Cosmo Kramer? And Kramer is just a wacky, wild, good character. At first, I thought Kramer might be the best character on Seinfeld, but then George Costanza's got to take the cake there. It's close between those two, but they're both great. And the number 11, Norm Peterson, the alcoholic, great character of Cheers, always at the bar, making jokes. Um, Like I said, Norman Cliff, one of the great duos that I've seen. I would have watched a spinoff of a show called The Adventures of Norman Cliff. Do it. They were in an episode of Wings, too, Norman Cliff were. So both characters are absolutely great, and I love uh, you know both of them. And I probably will watch Cheers tonight. Let's be honest. What else do we have to do at this point? I'm not watching Tiger King. I don't care what anybody says about that. All right, now my favorite and the best episodes combined, or my favorite episodes slash the best, you could say, combined of the nine television shows that I listed. I listed seven sitcoms slash comedy television programs, and then um, the drama, the two dramas added on to the seven comedy programs. So, let's do it. Alright. The Office, the best episode of all time, I've already said this. Dinner Party, it has everything. Andy, Angela, Jim, Pam, go over to Jan and Michaels, Dwight shows up. A huge argument. The plasma TV screen is one of the greatest scenes in the history of The Office. It's so good. Everything about that episode, it has everything, folks. It really does. You have the beginning, Michael faking a call to corporate, getting everyone to go off, or getting everyone to go home, and then tricking Jim and Jim and Pam to go over to their house for dinner. That's a great episode overall. Uh, Seinfeld. There are so many freaking good Seinfeld episodes. I couldn't even think of, like, you know, it was hard to narrow it down to one, but i got to get a couple shout-outs. Uh, season 4 or 5, I can't even remember at this point. It's been a bit since I binged Seinfeld. But the sniffing accountant, when Kramer goes, Ah, what's up, Charlie? I have a brewski, Charlie. Whenever he walks in the bar and says that, and then he sits next to the accountant, and he's like, here's the feeling good all the time, and he chugs a beer while smoking a cigarette at the same time. That's a great episode. Every Yankee episode's great. Everyone with fake George Steinbrenner. The Frank Costanza episodes where he says, What the hell did you trade Jay Buna for? Says that to George Steinbrenner, and then the Serenity Now episode. I mean, everything. Just let him have bananas on the side. That's one of my favorite lines ever. When when uh, Frank Costanza says, what'd you put the bananas in there for? And then George's mom says, George likes the bananas. And then Frank Costanza yells, just let him have bananas on the side. I mean, it's tremendous. It really is. It makes for great television. I don't know how bad my mic sounded when I yelled like that. But hey. But the best episode, season five, The Marine Biologist. Just everything at the end there. You got Kramer hitting the Titleists onto the um, onto the beaches, and then George Costanza's uh, his line, his whole thing at the end. Whenever he acted like he was a marine biologist, and I'm gonna read it off. Um, I'm gonna read it off, and I'm not gonna try to be some sort of fake actor, but I'm gonna do it. All right. 
George says. See, he was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to resoup, return soup at a deli. I got about 50 feet out, and then suddenly the great beer, beast appeared before me. I tell you, he was ten stories high if he was a foot. As if sensing my presence, he gave out a big bellow. I said, easy, big fella. And then as I watched him struggling, I realized something was obstructing his breathing. From where I was standing, I could see directly into the great eye, into the eye of the great fish. Jerry says, mammal. George says, whatever. And then Kramer says, well, what did you do next? Then from out of nowhere, a huge tidal wave lifted me, tossed like a cork, and I found myself on top of him face to face with the blowhole. I could barely see from all the all of the waves crashing down on top of me, but I knew something was there, so I reached my hand and pulled out the obstruction. And then he pulls out a golf ball, and then Kramer says, what is that, a Titleist? All in one, huh? I mean, it's great. It's tremendous, because we know Kramer was hitting the golf balls, and that happens. I mean, that's just great acting, and that's a great episode overall. I mean, I love that episode a lot. Um, and this is a biased one. My Cheers favorite episode is called Cheers Fouls Out, Season 9, Episode 2. It, mainly my favorite. I don't think it was a great episode overall. More so my favorite. You got Kevin McHale, you got Woody Boyd being mad at the only mention, not in the actual show, but mentioned in the show Larry Bird. Um, but there's so many great all-time episodes of Norman Cliff. There really is. And Sam Malone does a tremendous job there in some of those episodes. But overall, yeah. Cheers fouls out. They play basketball against Gary's Old Town Tavern. Kevin McHale, the great Celtic in the episode there. Um, friends, I'd say the one with Ross's wedding. The London episodes. Joey was so good in those episodes. Chandler and Monica hook up. That's a big part of the show. Rachel comes to try to shut it down. You see the fall of Ross and Emily. Um, because of the whole Rachel thing. Joey misses home, so he's you see him watching an episode of Cheers from the hotel room. Emily and Ross pretty much break up at that point, and it just gets great. Um, it's so good, though. I mean, I love that episode. A lot of episodes, too, though. The one where they're... Um, the one where no one's ready in season three or two or whenever that was. And uh, Joey puts all of Chandler's clothes on and says, could I be wearing any more clothes? That's a great line there uh, you talk about. But uh, over to the King of Queens, Eddie Money, season four, the late great Eddie Money, who passed away in September. This is a great episode featuring Eddie Money. And um, he's singing in the living room. Arthur Spooner says, who is this man? It's it's just a great episode. you got to see it's season four there. Uh, and then also shout out to the strikeout episode where IPS is on strike and Doug and Deacon and Arthur kind of gang up there and do some funny little jokes there in season three. Uh, Family Matters, not going to say much about this because I think there's a lot of great episodes from season one and two where Urkel kind of appears and does all of his little antics. But season two, the Life of the Party episode, the birth of the Urkel dance. That's all I gotta say. You just watch that episode. It's a great episode. Steve is very good in that episode. Uh, seventh, Full House. Air Jesse featuring the late, or not the late, apologies, I've said that a lot. Sorry, he's not. He's still with us. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in this episode, basketball episode. Jesse's the worst basketball player ever. You see a whole lot of stuff there a lot of great ones uh the wedding for jesse and becky was one of my favorite episodes too that had a lot from jesse going to jail then to all that stuff that happened there i love that episode here but um next we go to breaking bad the best episode in the history of breaking bad is not the last one it's the third to last one ozymandias great episode i'm going to read something about it here but the entire season five of breaking bad is just amazing i said that earlier it's just amazing the entire season five is so good. But I'm going to read this here. I got this from uh, 
a website. I don't even remember. I should have sourced it. I apologize that I didn't, but listen to this. All right. Writer Maura Wally Beckett, Brian Cranston, and Anna Gunn won Emmys for an episode that could not be more perfect could not be a more perfect hour of dramatic television. There were still two episodes to go in the series, and yet Ozymandias, another re, uh, Rian, jo- Rian Johnson directed installment, is such an emotionally trouncing run that it feels like viewers might have felt left, might have little left for dealing with the end. Walt offering his 80 million fortune to save Hank's life, Hank's immediate recognition that he's already gone, you're the smartest guy I ever met, and you're too stupid to see he made his mind up 10 minutes ago and then Hank tells Walt about Jack's plans that was that quote there uh, Walt blaming Jesse for Hank's death pointing out his hiding place to Jack then talking taking glee and admitting to Jesse he purposely allowed Jane to die Walt kidnapping baby Holly then calling Skyler to confirm Hank's death and carry out a harsh ruse conversation that he hopes will prevent her from suffering any legal consequences it's still all these years later, almost too much for a Breaking Bad viewer to bear, yet too classic not to rewatch any chance you get. That's a great description there. I apologize that I don't know who wrote that, but great job. It was not me, but um, that episode was so great, and that was a great description there, but the entire season five of Breaking Bad. Season three, it really takes off. Season two is pretty good. Season one's okay. It really takes off in season three. It's really worth watching for those episodes. The show is just so good. But uh, finally, Better Call Saul, my favorite episode is the Lantern episode, season 3, episode 10, the finale. Right now, when I'm recording this, next Monday will be season 4, episode 9 of Better Call Saul. So I'm not going to give you spoilers since it's still going, but season 3, episode 10, the Lantern episode is shocking and wild, to say the least. Um, So yeah, that's all I got there with my favorite characters, my favorite episodes, my favorite shows. Finally, my watch list. I have five shows that I would like to watch in the near future. And let's start it off with Ozark. I believe season three of Ozark just started. I want to get around to that at some point. Um, and I, you know, plan on doing so. Uh, but eventually I will watch Ozark and maybe I'll talk about it at some point. Next up, Frasier. I have watched the first couple seasons of Frasier, but I haven't finished yet. The uh, spinoff of Cheers, of course, with Frasier Crane in Seattle, the uh, psychologist, of course. Um, I want to watch that. That's on Netflix as well. Parks and Rec, spinoff of The Office. I've watched the first couple of seasons there as well. Eventually, I'll get around to it. Uh, I I don't think I'm ever going to believe that it's better than The Office, but who knows? Uh, that's on Netflix as well. Narcos, I want to get around to watching the Colombian drug lord. Uh, great documentary, or I guess just television show that is. I want to get around to that eventually. And then Shit's Creek. I don't know if that show ended recently or something, but that's on Netflix. Maybe I'll watch that at some point. Um, I know it's about like a rich family living in a motel and all that stuff. But yeah, that's all I got, folks. And if you have any TV show recommendations or TV shows that you love that I didn't talk about, please share it on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Ethan Carter SW, or I share this on Facebook. So if you're friends with me on Facebook, you will listen. If you listen to this, you'll see uh, me at the end of your saying that. And uh, as always, everyone out there, stay safe. Um, hopefully my next podcast will be sports related. Maybe it'll be NFL draft related. Maybe it'll be uh, MLB related. Who knows? We'll see. But everyone out there, stay safe, and hopefully you enjoy the podcast. If you do, please consider rating it, liking it, subscribing. And by the way, I wanted to add that I now have an anchor support system listed to this. You could pay $1, $5, $10 a month as a contribution to keep the podcast going. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. Perfectly okay with that. Just keep on listening if you can and if you enjoy it. And uh, I will catch you next time, folks. Stay safe out there.